I go again? I hear those trumpets blow again, all glow again. Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with LA-based multi-award winning concert pianist, vocalist, and educator Marina Pakowski. She opened up about her new 2023 CD called Inner Urge that will be out on Summit Records in March of 2023. It's a grand mixture of the Great American Songbook, Standards, bebop classics, modern jazz, and even a French song or two in there. She is a multifaceted artist that has toured internationally and performed extensively in France, Italy, Spain, Germany, the Netherlands, and Belgium, as well as the United States. She has a great story. Enjoy this interview. Thank you for talking to me about your latest CD, Inner Urge. And before we get to the album, you know, going through COVID the last three years has been quite a thing for the jazz community. And I'm wondering how you survived it and how your how it changed the way that you do things and live your life now? Oh well, in a, in a lot of ways, uh, and in some ways also, I was kind of um, comfortable with the loneliness that you know the COVID era brought to all of us because you know having um, devoted a lot of you know my 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 teenage. Uh, you know, years and, and even childhood years to practice music, piano, singing. You know, I spent lots of hours just by myself practicing. And so when that happened, past, you know, the shot of, uh, you know, worldwide epidemic, I found myself comfortable practicing my piano even more, uh, working on some arrangements, uh, transcribing some stuff, you know, so that was a cool thing, and, um, well, of course, as uh, everybody, you know, I ate a lot of ice cream and watched a few new, few movies, you know, that, that didn't change much of my way of spending a lot of time by myself, but now the, the result of this is, of course, we are all, I think, super excited to be back, you know, on stage in a real uh, in-person setting and sharing again. And I think it became even more, you know, precious and priceless that we have the opportunity to share what we love with the persons we love, you know, and to meet people and to be in uh, in life. And I think we, we realized how important to love and be loved is important, you know, just, just like in the in the song, you know, Nature Time, you know. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and, and having an album, Inner Urge, out and to have the chance to perform that live and just kind of a, a rebirth with the beginning of the year. How does this album feel? How does this release feel for you? Well, it, it feels wonderful, you know. It, it's, uh, it's my baby and... Uh, you know, I've had, uh, you know, we conceived it, you know, with a lot of care. I was lucky to have uh, Scott Whitfield immediately volunteering to be co-producing with me this album. And uh, to have a musician like him, you know, at my side was wonderful. And uh, it feels great, you know. I, uh, I was able to share music with people that I admire and who said yes to me, like, immediately in participating to the album. So 
I feel like, you know, the, the, the cover is green, like, you know, the color of hope and future and springtime. And it feels this good energy of springtime. I think it infuses also the whole album, you know, with this uh, energy, you know. Uh, and we are, you know, we are garnering some really good and even excellent reviews. And we, we really look forward to uh, to the release March 10th and then to the release party uh, show at Vibrato on April 19th. That's also very exciting. And uh, we will have, you know, some of the amazing, you know, stellar musicians that were on the album being there as also on April 19th. So that's really exciting to, to be able to perform, you know, the tracks live, you know, too. So um, it's incredible. Also, you know, uh, I fulfilled one of my dreams. Uh, as an improviser, uh, I admire a lot, you know, horn players, you know, and I, I listened to a lot, a lot of horn players, even, even you know, at, as many as I could hear some singers as well. And I have a deep admiration for Joel Fran, you know, amazing saxophone player. And when he said yes to participating to the album, I was just like, is it true? Is it real? You know, am I living the dream, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I feel good about it. Yeah, there, there is a springtime fresh energy in the whole album and about everything around it, I think. Yeah, well said. So let's get back into your life and tell me where you were born and raised and how the seeds of jazz got in you to become who you are. Uh, I love this question. So, well, I was born and raised in a small city of France, in the southwestern of France, Biarritz. Uh, Biarritz is in the Basque country, just, you know, near the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean and near the mountains. It's a beautiful, you know, setting. And uh, my dad was a deep jazz lover and used to play clarinet and saxophone. And he had a New Orleans band, later on a mainstream uh, band as well. And when I was a kid, I just used to go with him when he had concerts. And, you know, I would dance. <laughs> I would bother them, you know, dancing in the chords and the strings and everything. And uh, we had a lot of records at home. And uh, jazz was always part, you know, of the, of the life at home, the, the meals, you know, friends coming over, playing together. Uh, my brother also plays the guitar. Um, my mom, you know, was a lover of musicals. She's not there anymore, unfortunately, but she, she loved, you know, all these musicals. And so music was on all the time. And, uh, I started with practicing classical piano, which is my, my background really. But, uh, when, you know, I reached maybe the age of nine or ten, you know, I started spontaneously to improvise, you know, like uh, doing so many other things, like just, you know, walking or, you know, doing anything. I would improvise freely. And that's how it started. And then later on uh, at school, uh, I was the youngest, you know, uh, participant to a jazz band of the high school. I was still in middle school, but I was allowed to join the band. 
and uh, that's how I got my first band, I would say. So the other thing that's big on our development is, you know, the the concerts we see live. What was the first live jazz show that really made an impression on you? Ah, that's a great question. Let's see. Of course, yeah, it was, it was first, it was the records, right? But let's see, live shows, I would say maybe, you know, it was, it was really my dad blowing his clarinet. I remember at this festival, uh, it was in Victoria Gastes in the Spanish Basque country. And of course, you know, to, to see him perform that festival, that was something. And then, uh, I was able, you know, to see some performers like when I was really, really a kid, right? Um, I saw Ray Charles performing in my city um, with his band, and that was incredible to see him, you know. Um, I remember also that as a kid, my parents, used to welcome some of the musicians who would come for a concert in town, so some American musicians, and so they would literally jam at our home, and I was really impressed by that, too. Um, you know, a lot. I was able to see Brad Meldo in Marciac. I was able uh to see so Brad Meldo, I love this Chinese like so much, so much, so much. And unfortunately I was not able, you know, to see all of my idols like Ella Fitzgerald, you know, Sarah Vaughan. I would have loved, you know, if uh you know, if I had been able to to see them because they are really, you know, I mean Ella is uh, is the best, you know, uh all time. So uh, yeah, but many concerts, but we also with some French, you know, jazz musicians like, uh, you know, André Villéger, Nicolas Montier, uh, Jean-Louis Lognon, who would come, you know, often in my city perform. So, you know, you've been around a lot of veteran, um, you know, seasoned jazz musicians, legends in your life. And as an educator, I'm curious, what did you get from being around those musicians that you give to younger players and teach them? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, you know, I think that music is an oral tradition, you know, even if it's important to to know how to read, you know, and, and know some of the, you know, the notation, but it's definitely an oral, you know, an oral transmission. I think we learn being around them, but we also learn a lot listening to the records, you, you, you know. So, uh, yes, when, you know, I have students, of course, I forward, first of all, you know, the devotion in practicing a lot, you know, in really spending the time. Uh, and, of course, listening, because I really believe that we learn, you know, by Almost like if it was a language, by being immersed, you know, in the music. So listening is a very important part. And then, of course, you know, uh, well, all these great musicians, they have the knowledge, you know, of the chord changes, of, uh, you know, the melodic phrase and everything like that. So, uh, yes, I do my best to, to, you know, to have this transmission, uh, transmit to my students, you know, um, in the best way I can, 
um, especially when I teach, you know, vocal improvisation. Um, my pianist usually I, you know, teach them a lot of classical music because it's my first background, right? And I think it's good to have, you know, uh, this kind of classical education at many levels because we learn a lot in terms of harmony, in terms of phrase, in terms of shops too, right? There's so many facets that go into being a musician, a professional musician, and what you do all the time. What do you like the best about being a professional musician? Ah, yeah. Well, the first thing I I love is just playing music. I mean, I live when I play music. I think it's a form of meditation. Uh, you know, when, when you're able to, to, to play or to sing and, you know, it just, it feels good in the body. It feels good in the soul. It feels good in the heart. And I always tell my students, this is something I always tell them that when you really, you know, play, practice, you have no time for being depressed, <laughs> for being worried for, you know, thinking to something else than the music you are playing or practicing, you know. So so that, then I love, of course, the contact with others um, in, the, in the field of jazz, you know, in the field of classical is different because as a pianist, most of the time, you know, you are on, on your own, which I love too. Um, and um, I would say, yeah, that would be being in contact with a great composers, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, Mozart, Beethoven, Schumann, Schubert, and then, you know, in the jazz, you know, being in contact with Charlie Parker, you know, like people like that, Dizzy Gillespie, you know, so having their repertoire and, of course, all the, all the classic, you know, Cole Porter who, who, who brought wonderful melodies to us, wonderful melodies to us, and so that you know, just a prime pleasure, just like eating, drinking, loving. For me, playing music is the same thing, the same sort of immediate pleasure, you know. Um, and also, I like the quote by the philosopher uh, Nietzsche, who always, you know, says, without music, life would be a mistake. And I always say that for me, without music, life would be a mistake. Music first healed me, uh, and I'm never alone with music. And that's the main point. I'm never alone with music. And that's what also nourished me during the pandemic. So why do you love jazz? How? Why do I love jazz? How? Well, so I love jazz for um, the ability of being creative, improvisation. Improvisation is a wonderful thing, and to be able to do it spontaneously on stage, you know, it's the highest level of creativity, and uh, especially with a band, to, to, to do a simul simultaneous, you know, improvisation together, it's, it's incredible. Uh, I love music. I, w I love jazz for the sounds of the instruments and the, and the, you know, the, the soul, uh, you know, of saxophone, for example, listening to Coltrane, listening to, uh, Stan Getz, one of my favorite sax player, you know, uh, Freddie Herbert, you know, the sound of the, the sound of the instruments, um, <laughs> 
I like, you know, uh, so many things. It's hard. It's hard to understand to why you love something when it's, you know, it's like love at first sight. You know, you know that you love, knowing why. I believe it's mainly for the improvisation level. I love, love improvising. I love the thought of it. And I grew up listening to jazz, so it's, it's part of me, I would say. So everyone out there has a perception or an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your fans, but you live your life. Who do you think you yeah. are? Huh, well, that's a good question. You know, uh, I would say, you know, human being who tries his her best, um, who tries her best to live according to some principles, uh, moral moral values, um, trying to be in the moment present, happy, trying to recover from my mistakes, uh, trying not to harm, you know, uh, and being on earth for for you know a, a little a little bit of time. So trying to to leave it as uh, fulfilled as possible, not knowing, you know, what what is this mystery, you know, of being alive and uh, and ending up being a musician. It's it's a mystery, you know, the genes, uh, the family her- heritage, the place where we live in the world. It's it's a mystery. So who am I? You know, just yeah, just a, a human being trying to do his best, her best, I guess. Yeah. Wonderful. So if anyone out there wants to pick up the new album, learn more about any live shows, anything pertaining to you, where can they go? So uh, on March 10th, it's going to be, uh, the CD will be available on all the digital platforms, right? Spotify, IG Music, etc. Uh, it will be available on uh, Summit Records labels for, you know, physical purchase. It's going to be uh, available through my website to reach me and I will be able to send CDs. And then there will be um, a big CD release show at Vibrato uh, in Glen Oaks um, on April 19th. So um, that will be the official CD release. Uh, it's going to be at 7.30, and I will be with uh, Josh Nelson, Mike Rula, Roy McCurdy, Scott Whitfield, some, uh, you know, of the wonderful guests that I had on my CD, some surprise too. So, um, yes, I guess uh, on all these um, um, occasions and platforms. Wonderful. This has been great. Thank you for opening up about the new album, about your life and music. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. I also really appreciate that. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and singers in France, Los Angeles, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Marina for her time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, you can find Neon Jazz interviews at either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us out on YouTube. And everything Neon Jazz is found at the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Taking a chance on love. Taking a chance on love.
Neon Jazz. 